0: Hello and welcome to another episode of A Bloody Mess, a badly researched true crime podcast. My name's Jim, I'm from Lancashire and I talk a lot of nonsense. Joining me today and on every episode is my co-host, the artist formerly known as
1: Graham, it's Chen from Scotland. Hello, um, yeah, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We're both psychology graduates who refuse to use our qualifications to help others or for good, and instead we ventured into other avenues in our careers. Eventually ending up right here, right now.
0: Exactly. I mean, people, everyone's doing True Crime podcasts at the minute. And the reason why we think ours is the best. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. But the reason I think ours is a little bit different to the other ones is it's predominantly comedy based. <laughs> I don't think we're trying to be, be ser- very serious with it, although we do cover quite serious subject matter. Yeah. It's predominantly nonsense based. Well, yeah, that's true. But we're both kind of, I don't want to say qualified psychologists, because that's going a bit far, but we've both graduated from British Psychological Society accredited degree courses.
1: Yes, a long, long time ago. Yes. So I've got one question for everyone who is listening. Are you guys hungry? I am always hungry. Hopefully. Hopefully you are, because we have a little tasty treat for you guys today. Something for everyone to get their teeth stuck into. Now, I'm getting a bit of a vibe here. (laughs) We've started a food podcast. Yeah. It's not suitable for the faint of heart, vegetarians, and especially not vegans. Today, we're going to talk about cannonballs. Cannibals, Chad,
0: cannibals. We've been doing this two years, for God's sake. When will you get things right?
1: It's been a murder of
0: podcasts. A bloody mess. Now, we're going to be uh, covering a few cannibalistic bastards over the next couple of episodes. After our last deep dive on Smelly Bobby Tulip, we're going to be applying more of a quickfire approach to the subject matter. We're going for quantity, not quality.
1: Well, exactly. Do you want to start? Yes. I think I'll kick things off with a short story which takes us all the way over to Germany. Ooh. Do you want to hear a joke about Germany? No. Of course. Always. Always. I tried to give up sausages, but I feared the worst. That's terrible. See what I mean about our poor banter? <laughs> that is... Oh, my God. So my story centres around a... the village of Rotenburg, Germany, and a man nicknamed the Rottenberg Cannibal, or... Der Metzgermeister, the master butcher. But during the week, while he's in he is rottenburging in prison, he goes by the name of Armin Mavis. Some of you may have heard of him, or at least know the story. But for those who don't, prepare to be shocked to your fucking core. Now,
0: I was one of those people that's like, oh yes, I know about Armin Mavis. I I know very. I know the story. I knew it. But I didn't remember it all, and reading it
1: back, its I think it's more shocking than I remember it being. Yes, it definitely is. My recollection of hearing it was, oh, the guy, everyone was okay with it, that's fine. He, the guy literally volunteered to be eaten, everything's fine. Yeah, but it's not fine. Exactly. Armin Mavis made headlines all over the world in 2001 when it came to light that he had kept a murdered body chopped up into parts in his freezer and ate it over a period of 10 months. But well, that's later on. Let's start from the beginning, and I mean right from the beginning.
0: Right then. So, well it all started with what scientists <laughs> refer to as the Big Bang. It's a cosmological model of the observable universe from the earliest known periods through its subsequent large-scale evolution.
1: That is the very beginning. So let's skip a few million years and back to this story. Okay, When the dinosaurs first came about... <laughs> These jokes were completely stolen from Airplane, if I remember correctly. Probably. Um... Armin Mavis was born in Essen. Remember Essen? Essen. Got it. Germany on December the 1st, 1961. And until the age of eight, he had both his mother, father, mother and father in his life. Well, it's kind of a given that he had his mother in his life. He wasn't hatched under a heat lamp, was he? Like the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. Exactly. But at age of eight, his father left and was never heard of him again until in court where he told the jury that Armin was a well-behaved little boy, but had an obsession with the story of Hansel and Gretel. Apparently Armin's father was stern and had very little interest in his son. To be honest, if his son's got an obsession with Hansel and Gretel, I'm not surprised. (laughs) When he left, um, Armin was left to be looked after by his mother, who would also be very harsh with with her punishments. Even when they were in public, she would never listen to him, and he also had no friends. Which led him to create an imaginary brother named Frankie, who would always listen to Armin. Even listen to his first ever cannibalistic thoughts. Jesus. By age 12, Armin started to imagine what it would be like to eat his schoolmates. That's a massive red flag, that not it? Huge. Believing that they would become a part of him, and stay with him forever. Possibly a belief stemming from a combination of an abandoned father, ignorant mother, and no friends.
0: Yes. Now, I was kind of... I thought that as soon as I read it, it's it's a common theme with cannibal killers that they're almost attempting to internalise a friend that the loneliness makes them crave someone who's unable to leave them. This yeah. was one of the theories about Jeffrey Dahmer. It suggested that he wanted a permanent companion, and hence the reason for, for his cannibalism. But... Another theory suggested that he wanted a completely subservient human possession and all the experiments he did with the victim's brains kind of support that side of it. So I think the other one's a bit
1: too sympathetic. Yeah, it does sound a bit sympathetic. He was just a sex pest, really, that wanted a complete subservient human, I reckon. Yeah, but enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Armin Mavis. A significant moment happened in Armin's life um, in 1991 when his mother when his mother passed away and he inherited a large home to himself. Uh, what year was this? This would be 1991. I have an interesting fact about 1991. Ooh, that it adds up to 20. Oh, I didn't know that. Does that's, it? That's my quick, well, 1 plus 9 is 10, plus 9 is 19, plus another 1 is 20. And is this all starting a numerology podcast? Yes, it is. Cooking Cheers. to numerology. I'm sure you'll get satanic at some point. I'll i, I will do my best. 1991 yes. was the year that Freddie Mercury died. So, Oof.
0: if you're listening and you were born in 1991, you may be the reincarnation of that legendary vocalist. Other signs you are his reincarnation are a massive moustache and Brian May
1: stood at the foot of your bed begging you to come on tour. Did that happen? Did what happen? That bed where Brian May stood at the foot of... Freddie Mercury's bed, begging
0: him to come on tour. No, but if but if you'd come back, but if, if you were the reincarnation of Freddie Mercury, Brian May would want to tour with you.
1: Just when I read that, I thought there was a story that I didn't know about Brian May begging a dead Freddie Mercury to come on tour with him. A but dead one. That's just that's what went to my head. That's Squeeze why I the image really of
0: guitar case.
1: Yeah, your
0: your explanations is much better than yeah, mine. Sorry. Thank you. Also, uh, slightly more appropriate for the podcast, 1991 was the year Jeffrey Dahmer was arrested.
1: Oh, that's interesting, isn't it?
0: Even though we've name-dropped him twice, we're not really ones to cover the massive big hitters in the podcast. Because, one, you all know the story, most of these stories. And, two, I don't think we can really do it better than it's already been done. No, we but tr- we can do
1: it fucking funnier than it's been done. Well, that's questionable. That's also, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're trying to do killers that you may not have heard of, and we're trying to educate you.
1: Education. Back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. So, being totally alone for the first time in his life without his controlling mother, Armin reported, reportedly made a shrine to his mother in the house, and even made a plastic mannequin that he would sleep next to. Nothing wrong with that. There's quite a lot wrong with that. But do you think we don't have we don't have time to go into that? There's a difference between keeping stuff from your mother who's passed away and making a plastic mannequin and sleep next to it. It was soon after this that he would develop a keen interest in online porn. Who, who hasn't? <laughs> Mainly porn featuring torture or pain. Okay, that's a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. And it was this newfound interest that led him to a website and a chat room that would change his life and the life of Bernd Jürgen Armando Brand in ways that nobody could ever have thought possible. Imagine having a name that sounds like a flaming cocktail. It's actually a great name, isn't it? Yeah. It's- as a cracker of a name. On a website called The Cannibal Cafe, which I think has been. They got rid of that. Armin posts an advert stating, looking for a well built 18 to 30 year old to be slaughtered and consumed. Now, I've got a tough stomach, but reading that shakes me
0: to my core. That's horrific. It's horrific. Was this on some kind of precursor to the dark web?
1: I, I don't know what it was on.
0: I don't think it would it's have been www.cannibalcafe.com. It would have been some kind of hidden, like, kind of
1: uh Well, sub-culture. this is back in, oh, I don't know, 2000s, not that long ago, is it? No,
0: I mean, 2000s, that was the height of forums and things like that. So I suppose oh, if yeah. you, you could have it hidden away in something else, I suppose.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've not gone looking. I've not gone looking. There's enough evidence on this laptop to put me away from looking at that. <laughs> Speaking of um, torture and pain porn, you watched um, a Serbian film recently, haven't you? I did. Yeah, I finally got around to watching it. What did What did
0: you think? To be very honest, I thought it was all right. I, I mean, <sighs> I didn't like the fact that the story wasn't great. Not the story, no. but it felt the, the fact that the whole second half of the film is told like in flashbacks. I oh, thought man. that was a bit lazy. I thought that it was. I kind of knew the premise, and I knew the worst bits in it. Yeah. I didn't think, obviously the, the, the bit, the notorious section of the film, yeah. that was as bad as I expected it to be, and that was hard to watch, but I knew that that was put in to shock you. So it's kind of like, me shocked by that wasn't like
1: yeah, yeah. big of a deal. It's are like job.
0: You're like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's that bit's awful it's supposed to be. I don't buy the
1: guy, I don't buy the, the director's, Opinion. That's what annoyed me the most. Yeah, I think I know what you're going to say. And it well,
0: the me the off. director said the film was a uh, an allegory for life in Serbia. How you yeah. are abused from the birth, from like from birth until the grave, and it was like, no, you've specifically made a horrific horror film. Yeah, stand by your creation. You've, you've it's exactly. Not, it's not for everyone. It's not supposed to be for everyone. It's for people who watch a lot of gory horror films, and it was. It was kind of, I don't want to say nice, but it was refreshing to watch a horror film, and a gruesome film, and actually have a proper reaction to it that wasn't just... uh, You know the hostile films and the Saw films? Yes. I don't count them as being proper horror films or proper Uh. gore films, because it's specifically done to make you wince. It's not meant it's kind of not done as part of the story or as part of an action. I think violence is much worse when it's a quick cut and it cuts away to something else and you're like, did I just say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rather than it focusing on something to make you feel uncomfortable. I think that's just cheap.
1: But yeah, yeah a Serbian was, film... That was my exact thing on the director's thing. I was like, if you want to make that point, make some sort of political thriller or something yeah. along those lines. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or
0: like a music video or a poem or a book. Don't, yeah. don't do it. No, don't do that. I mean... The the thing is, if you've I think generally if you want to see it you've probably seen it by now and if you if it's not for you you won't you won't have heard of it so then that's it's as simple as that but I wouldn't recommend anyone watch it that hasn't seen it already and I honestly don't know how you'd go about releasing that in
1: the world now <laughs> or at yeah. any point really I don't any, know how we got released. Yeah, oh God no Yeah 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 It's it was shocking to see yeah. the very least.
0: Back to the podcast? I think the best way to describe it would just be it was (laughs)
1: relentless. It was relentless, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, because if it wasn't something...
1: It was was like it it
0: went from exploitation to rape, to sexual violence, to beatings, to being drugged, to people fighting in the street, to like physical fights, to people getting shot. It was
1: just relentless violence so Then it's like it's horrible you think it's over he's like okay the, the guy's killed himself and his family and then that guy comes in he's like we'll start with the young one oh. along those lines I was like Jesus Christ just let it end
0: yeah I was a bit like that I was like oh my god but I suppose yeah. he's saying oh well the metaphor is, is ongoing it never ends the cycle of abuse yeah. continues but it's not a political film it's a film where he's tried to he's make done people it to, sick. to shock
1: people
0: yeah, yeah and uh, coming next on 20 year old films that everyone's seen yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, we left Armin about an hour ago and (laughs) he was looking for a well-built 18 to 30 year old to be slaughtered and consumed. Hello, That That advert um, garnered a lot of interest but all, apart from Bernd, pulled out at one point or another probably when they realised it was real. Yeah, I was going to say, like, sarcastically, oh, were some people silly enough to think that it was just a fantasy? I mean, thinking about it, I think it was a, a fetish kink website, right? So you, Yeah. Do you think it was, like, dirty talk to them? 100%. Like, oh, I'm going to cut your toes off and eat them. And then they're <laughs> they're jerking off. And then when the euphoria dies, they're all like, what the fuck was I doing? What was I talking about? And then they just stop talking to Armin. Or was it more the thrill of the idea of going to Germany to be eaten? And when Armin was like, yeah, well, you can come, I'll pay for your plane tickets, they just backed off because it got too real. 100% agree with that. I think it's both. I think it's both yeah. of those things. Because
0: there's a strong following of actual legit cannibalism on the dark web. And albeit it's in a fantasy sense. But with the famous case of uh, Gilberto Vallet, or Gilberto Valle, I'm not French-Canadian, uh, the cannibal cop showed there was an active network of people who loved nothing more than waking themselves into next week, imagining <laughs> cooking and eating their friends. But thankfully, like with most fantasies, they remain just as that, fantasies. I mean, we may cover them in a future episode, Is is about our age. So I think it's interesting to see where our lives took a different turn. I mean, I, for one, don't remember getting a hard <laughs> on watching a live. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, but I mean, for me, I don't think I could ever cook a person. I mean, my oven's not big
1: enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very good. There's that,
1: there's that crappy banter coming back. Yep, there it is really it's like
0: a lot of uh sexual fantasies that they are fantasies because you're controlling every element in your head and you're not going to imagine the nasty bits it's like you in the fantasies in your mind you don't imagine someone's spotty arse or things like that yeah. do you or I think
1: most of them were like they're jerking off and having all these fantasies and watching or maybe watching or just having dirty talk and then they finish finish what they're doing and then they're just like, what the fuck was I doing? You know, like when we watch porn we finish and then we're like, does that woman really need eight dicks in her? You mean me and you together?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> turn turn to the left and say,
1: get back on your side of the couch. I'm just I'm just surprised. Keep those wandering about, hands to yourself, Jen. Surprised we're talking about cannibals and we haven't made an eating ass joke yet. Oh. So you disappointed. Went, you went through Started. a period
0: of being obsessed with that, didn't you? Your ass is tasty. No, but actually, the phrase, you kept squeezing it into... oh that's another
1: bad term to use. (laughs) Right. Oh, no. Moving on. Either way, what we know for certain is that anybody who backed out from initial interest was not faced with anything other than understanding from Armin. He gave no resistance, he just kept on looking. My understanding is that he just really wanted someone willing. He wasn't in it for the thrill of killing or anything like that.
0: Now this is—I just—it just came to me then. This is an interesting thing. A lot of people, like we're going to see with my case after this one, but a lot of people who have these—would you say psychopathic tendencies? But anyway, antisocial tendencies at least—it stems from a lack of compassion and empathy. But he seems to be quite a compassionate
1: person. Yeah, he just from my brief research, he seems just like a, almost a normal person. He wasn't didn't seem to like be a, a psychopath right?
0: or or even particularly sadistic.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's a good word to use. But saying that, I did read that one man actually did end up at Armin's house when it was about to be cut and he was about to be eaten. But then at that point, even at that point, he decided, no, this is not for me. Then Armin even obliged at that point with no problems at all. He's like, okay, no problem. I bet that was very hard for him to de-escalate that. It it could have been. But when I was reading it, I just got the impression it's just like, hey, James, you want to go to the pub? You're like, no. And I'm like, okay, I'll ask someone else. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's what it seemed to be like. Just so he's not going to the pub, he's going to eat <laughs> but, the guy. But I'd
0: have thought it would be more like uh, you saying oh James, do you want, do you want to come to Ibiza? For, or like do you want to go to Walton Towers? And I'm like yeah, let's go to Walton Towers. And then as we're in the like, just about to set off, I'm like nah, I'm not coming.
1: Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. See, it's a bit more then, like that. Yeah, I'd be much more angry than Armin seemed to be at this point. Exactly, you you might actually eat me. Yeah, you'd, I would. you'd eat my ass. Yeah, all day long, baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh. But along came burned. He replied and got chatting to Armin, and eventually travelled from Berlin to Rottenberg to knowingly be slaughtered and consumed by Armin Mavis. That sounds like a, a an album. It does actually, doesn't it? Yeah, not not from like a normal band, but from one of our bands. Well, then. Aborted of an album called Slaughter's and Apparatus, don't they? Yeah, they do. It's not very good. Actually, okay, I don't remember. March 2001. Once the pair met in Rottenberg in Armin's house, they proceeded to have sex before filming Armin's consumption of Bernd. The film film comes back later on. That bit was tricky for me because... Well, you're not like gays, James. (laughs) No, 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 no. It was I
0: was struggling to get my head around their mental space because there can be him finding someone he wants to eat is presumably got a sexual element to it but does he still find them sexually attractive in the traditional way because that's a whole different thing that's a conversation I wouldn't even know how to begin to have but you know what I mean though because it's it's different elements of of an uh, arming sexuality it's the yeah. sexuality of being wanting to of you know being attracted to men which is you know fine perfectly normal and then there's the element of his sexuality that wants
1: to eat them Well, maybe this Bernd was a very good-looking man. Yeah. tasty ass. (laughs) That night, Bernd took up to 20 sleeping pills. Voluntarily, I think, but I'm not 100% sure. And he also drank a bottle of cough syrup, after insisting that Armin bite his penis off to eat it.
0: Now, I don't know if the cough syrup and the sleeping pills caused this, but I'm going to avoid taking
1: that just in case the the mood takes me. Biting his penis off proved harder, no pun intended, than they thought, as Armin was unable to completely bite it off.
0: Now, I get what's happened. They've had an idea, they've gone, oh, do that, and then it's not worked out. But you'd have thought that the, the pain and the shock, and even the disappointment, would cause you to kind of, like, lose the mood a little bit and, like, snap out of it.
1: Oh, but these people are... They're into that kind of thing, are they not? They like the pain. They like the torture. It's how they met. Oh, yeah, yeah, I suppose, of course. That's why I'm kind of... I like the way I'm chastising myself for failing to understand cannibals. Um, they eventually decided to cut off Baron's penis with a knife, and they tried to eat it raw, but apparently it was too chewy. I've heard that about penis. So, I have. Because I'm such a loser, I watch um, people eat. They go around the world and travel and go to all these crazy places and eat different foods. Oh, you YouTube mean you don't watch. watch people eat like looking through the windows? No, no, I watch them on YouTube. Sorry. Okay. And this guy, he's from Thailand, and he was in all these crazy Thailand places. And he went to this place, um, and it's called Soup Number Five, and it's got a bull's penis in it, and it's it looks very chewy. When I was in, where was I?
0: I can picture the exact place, and I can tell you what it looked like and where I was. Why can't remember what it was? The bathroom half an hour ago. Yes, uh, blood everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now. Last time I shaved my ballsack. No, uh, <laughs> if it comes back, to you just interrupt and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Well, basically, it was uh, Eastern Europe, yep. uh, on one of my many trips, and they offered sliced, uh, sliced bulls testicles in oh. like uh, a cream sauce with veg, and I was, t- I was tempted, but I just, I actually, I was surprised I couldn't bring myself to order it. I normally mm. like a lot of monkey food like that. Yeah, But don't know what it tastes like. No, I think it was the fact that it wasn't it wasn't like technically a muscle, like taking the yeah, flesh yeah. from the bone. It wasn't that it was awful. And that's what meant it a bit different in my mind. I but, just think all awful is awful. See what I did there. Is it too late to cancel the podcast?
1: Nope. Yes, sorry, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever was... a short episode, not nope, but end. <laughs> Speaking of short endings. This is probably gonna spill into a second episode, by the way. Do you think? Yes, because we're only half an hour in and we've still got well no, we've nearly finished mine. Anyway, right, speaking about short endings, do you yeah. watch gamers stream on Twitch or anything like that? I no. Right. Anyway, have you heard of Doctor Disrespect? <gasps> no. Oh. Well, it's the streamer, and he's famous. He's just signed this huge huge contract with Twitch. Right. A million he's millions and millions and millions of pounds, right? Millions and millions. And as his persona online, he's got a, a, a wig mullet, a big stupid moustache, blah, 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 and he's, he's just quite rude and cursed. He's, I don't enjoy watching his stuff. I just know who he is. But all of a sudden, um, three or four days ago, mm-hmm. Twitch banned him, and nobody knows why, and it's shrouded in mystery. And you can go online and see his last stream, yeah. and you can see it, it's an eight-minute clip, and you can see at about two minutes, he reaches in his pocket, looks at his phone, and you can see like almost panic sitting in his face. Right. And his mood from then on is just very... He starts talking about um, about reading or watching, is it David Icke? Oh, yeah. Reading about his stuff and saying the truth will come out there, stuff like that. And at the end of the stream, before it cuts off, he just goes, he screams, he just goes, fuck! And you can see him looking around, left and right, and then it just cuts off. And nobody knows what's happened. It's interesting. Has he actually been banned, though? Or is that just him creating... Twitch, Twitch have come out and said they banned him because he's breached some some policy or something like that. He's come out and said that Twitch haven't told him why. Like he he knows why, but Twitch haven't told him why, and it's been a few days of silence now. The thing is, though, David icke has
0: been uh, his channel's been his channel, and his videos have been removed from YouTube. YouTube, yeah. For those you don't know who David Icke is, he's just a he's a very interesting, relatively charming ex professional footballer yep. who. Pretty much, maybe didn't start it, but popularised the whole Royal Family or Lizards
1: conspiracy. Oh, well, really? Yeah. So I know he's up at 5G and he thought the Holocaust is hes a Holocaust denier, isn't he? Oh, I didn't know that. I hope he isn't. That was a quick Google search. I don't know. I know that he, get, he generally tends to get tarred with
0: a lot of things that don't always apply because people like to try and rubbish him and ruin him. And he said right. a lot of silly things. The best ones are if you can watch interviews of him when he goes to America. And he's talking about like the lizards that run the media and things like that. These lizard people and and all the far right people are going, oh yeah, you mean the uh, you mean the the Jews? And he's and he's like, no, no, I mean actual actual lizards. And they're like, oh, but it's a metaphor. And he's like, nope, nope,
1: they're actual. Lizards. He's like, no,
0: they're actual shapeshifting lizards. But
1: the amazing if he was right, wouldn't it? Yeah,
0: I mean, he's been banned from YouTube because of saying the five G causes corona and. At the yeah. minute, I think anything that's that's causing people to question that it's a direct health issue, really. So yeah, no, isn't it? I think I think the as much as I don't like censorship or anything like that, I think they've done the right thing to be honest by banning him. It might be that it might be that he's been getting balls deep in David Icke's theories,
1: and that's why it could well be. He's he's quite a controversial character anyway. But if anyone hears anything of why he's been banned, please contact me because I'm really interested. I love gossip, and if anyone knows who he is, uh, you can contact me. So where have we, we left? him? we left Armin when they, they cut off Burnt's penis and tried to eat it raw, but it was too, too chewy. So what they did, and this is a sensible option, they tried to fry it up with some salt, pepper, garlic, red wine, and a bit of um, Burnt's fat. I imagine Armin
0: just like humming to himself, dancing around the kitchen, sprinkling herbs into a pan, and then yeah. Burnt being like
1: collapsed in the sofa, like covered in blood and pale. Yeah, but that's a combination of, of flavours I thought would make anything taste good. But alas... It was not to be, as the penis quickly burned and shriveled up before Armin chopped it into pieces and fed it to his dog. Jesus Christ. I was going to say that's quite bad, feeding your dog penis, but I just poured a little bit of beer into my dog's bowl, so... (laughs) God, I'm also quite jealous, because if my penis shriveled up anymore, he wouldn't be able to chop it into pieces. Do you need a hook? Yes, please. Due to having his penis cut off, and neither of the two men being qualified doctors or paramedics, Bernd began to lose consciousness. Do you think it was also because he was off his tits on pills? I think that gets brought up in one of the trials. Oh, there's two trials. Oh, That's a technical term, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Armin placed him in a bathtub while going to read Star Trek books, apparently. Jeez. He would periodically check in on Bernd, who stayed alive in the bathtub for another 10 hours before Armin checked in and decided it was finally time to put poor Bernd out of his misery. So did you just leave, literally, leave him to die? Y that's my understanding. I don't know if he gave him food, water, or anything like that. He kind and of the, just left him. Maybe. And do you think
0: this reading was just him, like, literally, just passing the time? Yes, yeah, one hundred percent. Because mad, isn't it?
1: I didn't realize. I in my head when I first heard the story, it was like this guy they tried to eat each other or whatever, but they were both still alive. And I didn't really I didn't take in the fact that this guy had died.
0: And then right. when I read
1: it, it's like this guy was murdered. Oh yeah. So Armin proceeded to stab Byrne in the neck until he eventually died from his injuries. This all sounds horrific and horrible but a quote found on Murderpedia says that crimeandinvestigation.co.uk states that Armin said of Byrne's death My friend enjoyed dying death. I only waited horrified for the end after doing the deed it took so terribly long. So he's implying that Byrne enjoyed his own death which may have been may have been correct, as he hadn't agreed to be slaughtered and consumed.
0: I mean, I enjoy going back to bed for a lie-in, but I don't think it's going to be
1: really the same thing, is it? I think they're very difficult. I mean, both of them have me tune on your penis. You know. Either way you want to look at it, the man was dead with a chopped-off penis. And now to use the infamous Jeffrey Dahmer statement, That's when the cannibalism started. Armin took Byrne's dead body, slung it up on a meat hook where he would then cut into pieces to store in his freezer. With all the body cut up and dismembered safe and safely stored in the freezer, Armin would continue to eat Byrne's remains for another 10 months. Now, first
0: time we read this, I was getting a massive vibe about
1: lack of empathy.
0: But... I don't know now. Because if he's managed to savor it for ten months, it's almost yeah. like he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to get rid of a friend. It's I don't. I can't decide whether he's got empathy or not. Because when he went to kill him, he didn't like slit his wrists or anything like that. He stabbed him in the neck, so that's a bit brutal and violent. But then again, oh, I don't know.
1: He gave him the painkillers, so it's you know. <laughs> there was a. There's a, an, an interview with him, and it's all on YouTube. It's quite long, so I didn't watch the whole thing. But at the start, he's like, I wanted to eat him, and now he's inside me forever. So maybe I was savouring yeah. the moments of eating him. That's why I eat your ass. Really? You could just eat, you could just eat the, the fingernails or something? Oh, that's fucking horrible. I bring up the fingernails later on, and... Oh, God, fucking horrible, man. <coughs> After nearly all the remains were gone, Armin was on the prowl for his next meal. He posted an ad- another advert on the internet, but instead of getting a new freezer full of grub, the advert was spotted by an Austrian student who reported it to the local authorities who then raided Armin's house and found human remains in the freezer as well as some very disturbing videos which be- would be used in court against Armin. Armin put no fight up at all and almost instantly admitted to what he had done.
0: Now, do you think he admitted because he, he wasn't the type of person to challenge people or he wasn't like confrontational or do you think it's because he believed he hadn't done anything wrong?
1: It could be both. I and mean, he genuinely just seemed like... I'm going to use the phrase a nice guy. He's not a nice guy, what he's done. But do, do you know what I mean? He was empathetic. Yeah. He's
0: very also.
1: Also, the, the, he might not have thought he'd done much wrong because this other guy had agreed to it. Yeah. So this raid happened on December the 11th, 2002. And it took seven months to put, a, um, put a compelling enough case... As they had to go through hours of videos and go through Armin's computer to find emails between the pair and just really tie the whole story together. They reportedly found thousands of images of torture and pornography on his computer. Eventually, in July 2003, Armin was charged with murder. At the trial, Armin was finally convicted of manslaughter and sentenced to eight and a half years in prison. Now that annoyed me. Where's again the. Where's. Why's the half come into play? Can he not just. Did he go. Eight years? That's not enough, but nine years—that's just way too long. We'll just go yeah. eight, eight and a half.
0: I think there's actually there's there's like a to use a daft phrase, a ready reckoner for the tariffs. There's like a guide. So, like you'd say, well, this is what he could be charged with, like a maximum of a maximum of fifteen and a minimum of seven. And then we take off four years for admitting guilt. We take off three and a half years for okay. helping with the investigation. We take off. A year for good behaviour whilst being in jail. A
1: year yeah. for not... You know, 18 months for not having had any previous previous convictions. I get your fucking point, James. You done? You got any more years you want to take off this man-murderer-eating man? didn't know I wasn't allowed to speak. I thought, I thought it was <laughs> our, our podcast. It's a listen-cast. <laughs> however, however, the trial wasn't as simple as this. German lawyers would find out that in Germany, cannibalism was not illegal. And there was also the debate surrounding the fact that Berndt had willingly taken part of all this. Also, none of this was out of... It wasn't an accident, it wasn't out of rage or anger. It was premeditated between two willing participants. But how do we know this? The videos that the police found revealed footage of both men meeting, talking, cutting, eating, and it showed the dismemberment of Berndt's body. This has never been released to the public. Until now, if you go onto our Facebook... <laughs> no, just uh, no. we can just say we'll put it on Facebook and forget to like we do with everything else. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably plenty of stuff that doesn't get released to the public, but I know of one other thing, um, and that was the death of Timothy Treadwell. Why well, don't all that The Bearman Man. The Bear Man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, right. Mm. That's a whole different story. That was quite an interesting documentary. Mm.
0: Another thing that uh, not released that hasn't been released to the public was the toolbox killers. The two men that know. killed women in the back in the back of a van. Uh they recorded everything and they refused to release that because they actually uh used those tapes to to desensitise FBI officers. You know the scene in Mindhunter in the first series where they give the new guy the tape to listen to and he's like yeah. dead shocked that, allegedly that's what they were giving. Him. If you go off the Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The man along these lines
0: Yeah, the, the 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 man who the character was based on of one of the main guys. Allegedly that's what he claims in his book that happened. But this is the video that they say and the audio that's not available anywhere. You can actually hear a clip of it on the new on an old news clip where they're playing it for the jury And people are leaving the courtroom because they're going to be sick and they're upset and they're, like, traumatised by it. And as the doors open, you can hear the recording of the woman being tortured. Oh, really? And and it's horrific. It's awful. It's, it's like, you kind of realise that the screams in horror films aren't right because you can only scream like that way when
1: you're in extreme pain. No, I can imagine. And it was, oh God, it's awful. So back to Armas. Back to Armin. However, one year later after a major uproar at the leniency of the eight year sentence, a retrial began where the prosecutors were looking to increase the start, the charge from manslaughter to murder. To do this they would have to prove that Armin killed for his own sexual pleasure and Bernd was in no fit state to agree to death as he was under the influence of 20 sleeping pills and a bottle of cough syrup. They eventually changed the charge to murder with intent of sexual pleasure and also disturbing the peace of the dead.
0: I mean, that's similar to the UK charge of preventing the lawful burial, which seems to be like a catch-all charge for yeah. when nothing specific's mentioned in the law. But also, for those of you wondering, disturbing the peace of the dead is nothing to do with moving sandwiches.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I don't think a lot of people would even agree to being eaten and cut up, even if they were off their tits on plenty of sleeping pills.
0: It's a tricky one, because they're saying, always oh, off his tits, he can't have agreed to it, but he travelled there under the pretense of that was exactly what was going to happen.
1: Yeah, we don't know what's in the videos or emails, but well, uh, uh, I don't know the laws on I, it, but it was I'm not defending the, the guy I'm you know Well, it sounds like you're defending the guy. Well, you know. <laughs> but in the end, um the prosecutor's won, and Armin was then sentenced to life in prison, where he still remains to this day, eating prison food and not people. Well you, you might they might give him a treat at Christmas. <laughs> Toenail. Um Oh, I think that's a fitting end to that story, do you? Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. It was a crazy story. Didn't, didn't, it's mad. Didn't expect it, anyway.
0: It's it's like, it's almost like I don't remember learning anything new about
1: it from that. Yeah. But I remember it just seeming a lot worse now than it did when I read about it at the time. Well, just my recollection was just like, these two people are okay with it. And they're, like, oh, they're okay with it. I'm okay with it. Who am I to interfere? I didn't realise he was in a bathtub stabbed in the neck and got eaten for 10 months.
0: Yeah, I didn't. Re- I don't remember that bit either. Perhaps that bit was left out of the documentary, as to not affect the trial. If
1: Possibly. you're having an
0: ongoing retrials and things like that, perhaps, perhaps that was the key bit that they left out, or perhaps not everyone's as sick as us. No. For example, I don't. I don't think. I don't think either of our girlfriends will be that bothered about knowing about that detail.
1: No. No. But here we are. We finished. Good story. It's taken it us a bit longer to get through that than we thought. We were going to give you two today, but we'd, we'll be here for two hours, so we're going to cut it Cut it at that. Yes. Um, if you enjoyed that, we've got 30 more episodes you can go back and listen to. Thanks for listening. We've got a Facebook. Thank you. We have. We've got, we've got Twitter, which we don't use.
0: Yep.
1: We've got Instagram, a bloody mess podcast on Instagram. Thank you for taking your time out of your day. Yeah,
0: thank you. We appreciate it, and stick around, because we're going to get bigger and better, and slightly more organised.
1: Yep, so will the podcast. That's kind of what I was
0: meaning. Oh,
1: right. I thought you meant me.
0: No, I, I didn't die. mean like us as people. I wasn't, like,
1: criticising our organisational skills. Oh, they're terrible. We're recording this, like, technically four hours before it's meant to be released. I'm quite nervous now. I'm nervous now, because I can hear my neighbours outside. Can you hear them shouting? I don't want them to be like listening to me talking about fucking cannibals and stuff like that.
0: Are we going to be able to be able to like like live block like live stream a murder? We can try. I I don't mean us commit. I don't mean us committing one. I mean if they
1: do it. Should I just go put the microphone out the window and we just listen to them? It's probably more entertaining than what we talk
0: about. Right. Coming up next on Street Sounds.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much for listening. And until Thanks next for listening. time, see you later, motherfuckers. Bye bye.
0: You've been listening to another great podcast from the Fair City Podcast Network, a group
1: dedicated to connecting and developing podcasts. Check out fcpod.net for more great podcasts and content.